0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to...
1: Thank God, I am free. I am
2: This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones.
3: Hey, people. Yes, this is Minister Jones. It is that time again. It's another Monday, Monday. Um, I'm always excited to be back on the air. Cannot say that I'm always excited to talk about what we talk about on the air, <laughs> but glad to have a voice and a platform to do so because it is greatly, greatly needed um, and with that being said, we are going to continue the review that we started last week um, it's 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 almost hard for me to even know where to get started tonight you know and i'm <laughs> i'm not usually one who is Short on words, my husband can tell you that um you know I can talk, I can talk, he hears it um nonstop a lot of times i have to I have to just give him a break uh and understand that um he delivers things in the short short text, and I deliver it in the detailed and the long version, but tonight. You know, I really, I I struggled a little bit with um, how to proceed tonight. Not so much because I didn't have material, because I I do have material, because like I said, we're reviewing. But I think um, my struggle was more because it's just, there's so much more of the same that is going on so you know that sometimes this topic just gets to be a lot you know it gets it it gets to be a heavy a heavy subject and um so so one has to be truly committed and um dedicated to the cause to to rehash this and deal with it over and over and over especially when you see the prevalence of the sexual abuse that is happening now when you see um, and you know the effects that it's going to have not only on individual lives um, on the families of both the victims and the perpetrators um, on communities on you know states governments nations I mean when 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 you know the impact and as a minister of the gospel you know I know what this long long long-term effect is going to be because I believe the Bible I believe the word of God is true and it has given us examples in scripture it has given us examples in you know, people, people like to believe that we are so intelligent and that we've evolved so much and that we've, you know, we're so smart and we've learned so much that we can really and truly change human nature, that we can really change somehow, you know, beat the odds when it comes to the sinful effects, um, or should I say the effects of sinful behavior, as human beings, you know, the Bible tells me that that a fool has said in his heart that there is no God. Well, you know, uh, there is a lot of fools running around right now because people really, really, really think that they can outsmart God, change his principles. They, they think that because they deny him, because they don't believe in him, that that's actually going to change the principles and, and the outcomes in our society as a human race, when it has happened, the the downfalls and the consequences of sexual abuse and sin have happened repeatedly through history over and over and over, you know, not just in biblical history, but other accounts of, of, history that support biblical history. Even I'm finding more of that, you know, when I was younger, I wasn't, um, wasn't really interested in studying other sources and, um, like comparing, you know, because I, I had faith, you know, the scripture says that, Salvation is through faith, and I and I had faith when I heard the gospel. It witnessed to my heart. It bore witness with my spirit. So it wasn't hard for me to receive the word of God. The Holy Spirit drew me, and I responded. Well, and that's still enough for me. But I'm just saying that um, because I like to study, and I you know, I have a couple of good study Bibles. You know, they give you some references of other. Historical documents that support a lot of the biblical accounts, and it is—it is, it is just—it just blows my mind that we have enough evidence to see what the outcomes are going to be when people are given to sin, when they are given over to sexual lust and lasciviousness and promiscuity and um, perversion. And confusion of every sort, we know what the outcomes are going to be, but somehow, somehow, in that rebellious nature, we think that we can really, you know, people think that they can really change this. And so sometimes that just weighs on me. That, that just weighs on me. And 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 I have to, you know, tonight I, I had to, uh, Chris and I, we often try to make sure that we pray before we go on the air. But I just had to make it real simple tonight. I, I, I didn't put it in any elaborate words. I just said, Lord, help me. <laughs> help me. I need your help tonight. I need your help tonight because I felt like I was struggling. Um, I know my... I know, I know, my honey's listening, so I'm just gonna digress for a moment and say hi to him. Hey, husband. Hello. How's my handsome, wonderful, gorgeous, uh, man of God, friend, all that good stuff? <laughs> How are you doing?
0: I'm just wonderful.
3: You're just wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. Doing good. Okay.
3: You're doing good. All right. I just kinda wanted to touch base with you on the air because the folks don't get to hear haven't got to hear your voice much lately. I've had guests on here, um, what, three weeks in a row at one point, and um I live with you, but I miss having you on the air uh, talking to you sometimes, so I figured if any of our um, steady listeners have heard you, that they might miss hearing your voice sometimes too, so um just wanted you to be able to say hi.
0: Hey, y'all.
3: <laughs> Was I telling the truth about my chattiness?
0: Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Well, were you were you relating to any of my intro you know i didn't plan on saying all that and that's that's just kind of how i came out were you being were you able to relate to what i was saying there husband
0: i can relate absolutely
3: this gets kind of heavy sometime huh
0: yes it does it gets heavy but we have to walk by faith and know who god is and stand tall and See the foolishness for what it is and keep, keep the torch raised high. Amen. Holding up the bloodstained banner. Amen.
3: <laughs> we used to sing a song. Uh, we used to sing a song about that. How did that go? Um, oh, matter of fact, we did it in our musical. We're working on a building. True foundation. Holding up the bloodstained banner. Banner for my Lord. Soon as I get through working on a building, I'm going up to heaven to get my reward. Thank you for reminding me about that, husband. (laughs) I don't know about anybody else, but I know that I do what I do because I love the Lord. Because the Lord loves us and if we love him then we care about what he cares about and i and i want to reach those who are interested you know those who are crying out for help those who want hope i want to reach those people and so so that keeps me that keeps me pressing that keeps me motivated i'm working on my building i'm working on me daily Every day, daily, I'm working on me, and I want to help those out there who want to work on them. Amen. 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 <laughs> well, having said that, um we're almost Coming up on a break here, but tonight we are going to be doing just what we did last week. We are going to be reviewing material from one of our resources, um, and that resource is our book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. We're going to be um, talking about some of the definitions in the book, starting with um, incest, but... um, I'm also going to be highlighting some of the stories in the news again. Several stories in the news. Several stories in the news. <laughs> so after the break, we'll, get, we'll jump into it.
2: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
0: We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center.
2: Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on TuggyNet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Clickman and Deanna Cohen on toginet.com.
1: Thank God I am free. I am
2: free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free. On TogiNet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal, it's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones.
3: Okay, I am back. We've got a lot of things to talk about tonight. And, you know, in the first, qu- in the first uh, quarter or the first uh, segment, I was basically describing, um, you know, how this gets to be kind of heavy sometimes. And, and I think that some of that, um, some of that for me, too, is because I have seen such a change even in my own life, in my own life, in, in, our, in my lifetime. I have seen such a drastic change. Um, things that I, I, never, I didn't have to deal with before, uh, just in general. Now, if you've been listening to me, then most of you know that I, that I, do, I know what it's like to overcome sexual abuse. I, I lived that nightmare in my own home. I was abused by my own father sexually, but uh, as a society... You know, see, I had the, the perception that my situation was unique and I know that it wasn't now. But but as a society, this was not as prevalent um, as we know it to be now. Now, I don't know. Maybe it was happening just as much and we just didn't talk about it. I kind of don't think so, though. I do think that it was happening a lot, but I think that it is happening more now in this country than it has. That's my personal opinion. And that weighs on me. That weighs on me because as a whole, I'm seeing an, an, overall, an overall decline. And it grieves me. It grieves me. And I and I believe that that is because I have the spirit of the Lord. You know, if it wasn't for him, I could probably care less um, in, in such a personal, real way. I mean, I, I cannot be righteous without God. None of us can. I know some people think that even some atheists, I was listening to CNN the other day, and I was very surprised at the, not surprised, but just noticed the stories that they were covering back to back. It was one ungodly agenda after the other, one ungodly thing after the other. They were talking about um, the divorce rate divorce is not of god okay they were talking about uh oh my goodness what was the other thing my mind escapes me chris i was mentioning some of that to you i don't know if you remember i was the divorce was one thing oh gay pride month june You know, this is the the second year of celebrating the official Gay Pride Month of the nation as declared by our Commander-in-Chief. Gay Pride Month, divorce, uh, there was like two or three topics back to back to back. And I was like, wow, they didn't even bother to have an opposing opinion. Oh, I forgot. The, the first story was the atheists, two young men who were like in their 30s, who were saying, um, which they have the right to be atheistic. They, we all have the right to believe what we want, what we choose to believe. But they were saying that they were actively actively trying to get young people to question their faith trying to get young people to you know they said you can sit in church now and you can go online they praised how how much um the internet and having access to um the internet has made it possible for people because you can go you can be in church now and you can go online and you can research something that your pastor is telling you. It's just so wonderful. And we are actively trying to get people to question their faith. Yet today I saw another article, um, talking about the suicide rate of, uh, soldiers. And I believe it was specifically concerning the army, uh, the suicide rate having increased because, um, the belief was that because of having a lack of spiritual foundation, our young people nowadays don't have a spiritual foundation like they did years ago. And so because of that lack of spiritual foundation, not the only reason they said, but they felt that it was a strong contributor to the suicide rate because when people were hit with life changing problems, The men finding out that their, you know, wife left them and moved in with some other dude. You know, I mean, relationships don't mean much now to to people. (coughs) Bible calls that unnatural affection, not just regarding homosexuality or lesbianism, but just unnatural affection, not having the natural ties toward one another. Um, Children towards parents, parents toward children, uh, men towards women, you know, unnatural. We just don't have the natural bonds and the ties anymore. And a lot of that has come about because of promiscuity, as I call it, sexual abuse. Promiscuity is sexual abuse. Fornication is sexual abuse, Um, you know, shacking up, living together without a commitment, without a family unit. Um, All those things contribute to the breakdown of this. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. (laughs) I was talking about the prevalence of the 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 change that I'm seeing in society and how troubling it could be okay let me tell you some of the some of the news articles before i run out of time here and we're already um into another break let's see sex education went too far this one was uh dated june 12 2012 i just saw it today though um by the way before i read this article when i went online to find it because I found it through X Times Ministries, that was the first source, but then I clicked back to the original writer, okay? And the original, uh, um, it was Q13 Fox News Anchor, okay? So when I went to go find it, there was like page, it was like almost the whole page was talking about this same topic, sex education talk went too far. And they were naming Los Angeles and New York, and I mean, I was like, "Whoa, okay, I'm looking for one story. I'm looking for one story." And there was like pages of links about the same issue. Okay, so this wasn't uh, like a singled-out situation. <laughs> Let me read this to you because this just brought tears to my eyes. brought It brought tears to my eyes. Um, Q13 Fox News anchor Maria Arcega-Dunn, June 12, 2012. Seattle, in a small town of Onalaska, ooh, I hope I'm saying that right, Onalaska, some parents are upset after their fifth grade students were given a sex education class that they believe was too graphic and racy for 10- and 11-year-old children. My mind went back to when I was ten and eleven. Now, my innocence had already been um, had already been uh, stolen from me, so of course, I can relate to the trauma that 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 is described here. But then I thought about my own daughter when she was ten and eleven years old. Anyway, here I go. Um, because of the sex education class given students last week, parent Curtis. Pan Cook said, Our daughter did not want to go back to school. She cried all the way to school today. I thought, Oh, okay. They made her go anyway. I think my child would have just had to, had to have gotten a, a, a note that she was sick or something um, because she was sick. She was traumatized. The class was about HIV and STDs. Okay, this is a necessary thing now, folks. It's a mandatory thing now because it's so prevalent. You know, I talked about that last week, how Planned Parenthood, you know, is, is supposedly all about decreasing, um, you know, unwanted pregnancies and educating people about STDs. Um, but I'm wondering why it hasn't reduced the problem. Why, why the problem is so prevalent that it has to be taught as far as our society is concerned. It has to be taught to 10 and 11-year-olds in public school. So I don't know where Planned Parenthood is doing such a great job, okay? Not that it's their responsibility in the first place. But some parents said that when the school's principal, was, who was also the instructor, was asked by a fifth-grade student about oral and anal sex, a fifth-grade student is asking about oral and anal sex, She explained about those sex acts and her answers, according to some parents, were borderline pornographic. Let's see if I can find what she actually said. Uh, Oh, I should have highlighted this. Um. Okay, I didn't highlight what she actually said, but she went on to, because I'm going to try to shorten this. She went on to describe to the child what oral sex was. (laughs) She went on to describe it. She actually told the child that it is when a man puts his male part penis into a woman's mouth. And used the reference that it was like a lollipop, like licking a lollipop. And she also said, uh, it's when a man spreads a woman's legs apart. And I'm not going to finish that. Because it just, <laughs> I was like, she felt, this is a principle, felt that it was her responsibility to tell this these kids a class full of kids in detail what the sex the oral sex act is like how how to perform it and what it actually is and and when the parents complained and I'll tell you my opinion about the parents in this issue too but when they complained the superintendent says that she stuck with the curriculum that it was state Mandated and required, and that it was part of the curriculum, and that it was impossible to discuss STDs without discussing those things.
2: Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty in their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into if you enjoy traveling and food and family all with an Italian flair then you can live la bella vita with your host Dawn Catherine Wednesday nights at midnight 11 p.m. central on tokenet.com
0: Equipping the Saints Ministries Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls, or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email us at vir. 2US1 at Verizon.net Thank
1: God I am free I am free
2: Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Togenet.com
3: I'm back. I admit it. I admit it tonight. I am. I am. I'm struggling a little bit because this really just, it just bothers me. It bothers me. And I shudder to think um, 10 years from now, if things have changed this much in my lifetime, I shudder to think what's going to be going on 10 years from now. Um, In reading this article, uh, when I was doing my research, I I researched the same story from two different resources. So um, part of what I just said to you was from the article that I read out of X Times uh, Ministries uh, website. But this one is from Q13 Fox News Anchor. Okay, I'm going to finish reading. This statement here, um, I was saying how they defended the principal. The teacher was also the principal and how they defended her. And they said, in reality, she stuck to the curriculum. It's pretty difficult to talk about STDs or sexually transmitted diseases without explaining what that is or how it's transmitted, he said. You know, my goodness. I I remember when they first started teaching sex education. and, And when I was young, nobody... Thank God nobody talked to me about oral sex, oral sex and anal sex back then. Thank God. And they didn't have to for me to understand that an STD was transmitted through sexual contact. If you said bodily fluids, you know, through bodily fluids, that was enough. What in the world, oh, my husband would tell me to calm down right about now. Why is it necessary to give so much information? We, For some reason, you know, people think that knowledge, 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 information is the answer to everything. Give information, more information. This article goes on to say kids leaving fifth grade and moving into middle school start getting exposed to a lot more information. Well, who's exposing them to all this information that they can't digest spiritually, emotionally, mentally? Who's who's the same people are responsible for exposing them to a lot more information, not only in the school systems, but in the homes when the parents are watching sexually explicit shows on TV, when it's in the lyrics that are being being permeated throughout every possible, you know, radio, television, CD, iTunes, you name it. I mean, who's exposing them to all this extra information? We are as a society. But then we say that the answer is to give them yet more information. So where does it stop? Where does it stop? It says, and we know that the age where many, that's the age where many children start to become sexually active. They say they know that 10 and 11 years old is the age where many children start to become sexually active, unfortunately. Well, whose behavior are they imitating? Whose behavior are they imitating? Where do they learn from? She says, unfortunately, and that's a scary thought, but that's the truth, Fenter said. Now, the flip side of that is that they said they sent a notice out to the parents so that the parents could review the curriculum before it was presented. And only three parents showed up. Only three parents showed up. And only one to two parents opted to pull their kids out of the program. So what does that say? It says just what I got through saying. Hey, only, only three parents showed up and only one of the parents had a problem with it. The other two were fine with it. You know why? Because lasciviousness, lust, promiscuity, fornication, adultery, is all rampant, rampant in our society. So who cares about the babies? Who cares about the babies? This child, I guess, who happened to still be innocent, she didn't matter. A child, she didn't matter. The fact that she was not ready for that, and the fact that it was pushed down her throat by the principal and by her teacher, and the fact that she came home visibly upset. In the other article that I read, they said that she came home visibly upset, which is why the parents began to ask questions um, in the first place. She didn't matter, though. A child like her doesn't matter they have to they it ha they have to deal with it because other people are doing it because this one child had a question this teacher didn't even have enough sense to you know pull that child aside uh deal with the issue privately, tell them maybe they should go home and ask their parents that type of a question there there's no more of that. it's like the family unit. Well, I'm not going to say it's like the family union has been under attack for a long time. It's been under attack for a long time. Let me move to article number two. Father killed Jesus Mora, who molested his daughter. Now, again, um, I pulled up the latest. I pulled up the latest article. This was posted today, 618-2012 by the Huffington Post. But when I first saw this story was back, I believe on the 11th, June 11th. And at that time, they had not identified, they had not given given the identity of the abuser, of the molester. Well, now they've got his name, Jesus Mora, who molested his daughter. Um, in the original story, they said the daughter was four years old, okay? Highlights of this story. Highlights of this story. Where shall I begin? <laughs> oh, my goodness. A Lavoca County Sheriff's de- Deputy parks outside the ranch where Jesus Mora Flores was killed after reportedly assaulting a rancher's daughter. The man who police in Texas say was killed after sexually assaulting a rancher's daughter was identified over the weekend. Now, I read uh, several different places. You can go online and you can still Google this and find several different articles about this. Um, Jesus Mora Flores was reportedly beaten to death on June 9th. After a 23-year-old father found his four-year-old daughter half-naked with Flores at their ranch on the outskirts of Shiner, officers told CNN. Doesn't that just break your heart? Does, does anybody have a heart? Is there, do, do, does, does anybody have a heart? Doesn't that just break your heart? after the 23-year-old father found his 4-year-old daughter half naked with Flores at their ranch on the outskirts of Shiner one of the i think when i first read the story they said that the daughter was being assaulted the man was on top of her she was screaming for her father that's what got his attention that when he when he got there this is what he found And he basically attacked the guy to to get him off his daughter. Can you can people do you understand what we're talking about when I'm talking about sexual abuse? I'm not just talking about the quote unquote pedophile, which is what this guy would be classified as. We're not only talking about rape. I'm talking about lifestyle preferences and lifestyle choices that include lascivious, lewd, lustful behaviors as a lifestyle, sexual immorality as a lifestyle, abusing sex. Abusing sex, according to the Bible, is man and woman okay abusing what god created man and woman for abusing the <laughs> the very nature that god created us with before the fall of mankind before sin became prevalent Before our nature was changed as, as a human race, God created us in his image and in his likeness. But since then, we've been battling with these problems and they are horrible. They are absolutely horrible. But yet we have people on the, on the, on the other hand saying, yes, yes yes to sexual immorality, yes. Yes, it's a good thing for man to lie with man and woman to lie with woman. That's all good. Not believing or accepting the fact that when you say yes to immorality, when you say yes to opposing God's plan for us and the sanctity of marriage and the marriage bed being undefiled. When you say yes to sexual immorality, you say yes to sexual abuse. There's other articles that I'm not going to, I didn't print, but the Sandusky trial is still going on. Okay. And of course he's saying that other witnesses took showers with the boys, too. I already mentioned the fact that June has been declared uh, Gay Pride Month. The Pentagon to celebrate. I saw that article the other day. The Pentagon is going to celebrate publicly gay
1: pride.
3: Pride in being perverse. Wow. After the break.
2: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating
0: and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The Story of Me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores.
2: Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying, to 14 ways to get a baby to eat, and so much more. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Bly Flipman on toginet.com. Thank God.
3: here we are again, and I am trying to stay focused here and, 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 and bring out specific points. And I don't know how good of a job I'm doing tonight because I just seem to be uh, from one thing to the other. But, you know, I was thinking while, while, the, while the break was on about how when I was growing up, um, people didn't talk about incest. They didn't talk about sexual abuse in the home um they just didn't talk about those things you know they were it was it was meant to be hush hush it was swept under the carpet it was the family secret um even even back in 2004 when i released my own personal story the story of me i i experienced a tremendous backlash in my own family um because they didn't like me exposing it uh, and not that wasn't all of my family. That was uh, more of my extended family um, than anything. But my point is, is that it wasn't something that people like to talk about. Um, now I find that I'm hearing more about sexual abuse. Um, the articles and stories of things like what I just read to you uh, are becoming very prevalent uh, i didn 't have to look hard for this 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 information i didn 't have to spend hours searching searching this out. Um, you just plug in a few words, a few keywords, and you 're going to find boom 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 um, it 's there it 's there and um, in one way, I think i 'm glad. To know that it's something that, that, that is not in the closet anymore, I'm glad about that aspect of it, that people who've been victimized by it, uh, now they can see that they're not alone, you know, that, that, that there was, it wasn't that there was necessarily something wrong with them, um, especially if you're a child it wasn't that you're bad or, or you did something bad and you don't have to carry the guilt and the shame of it. Um, but then I'm also troubled by the fact that it's becoming so widespread and so prevalent. And so, oh, my goodness, I'm, 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 I'm losing my words tonight. Um, I know that talking about sexual abuse evokes all sorts of feelings. I know that it's a topic that is not talked about in church, in ministry, um, or at least it wasn't. I, I'm, am I also, I'm also seeing that that is happening more now. More ministries are reaching out to victims of sex trafficking. To um, That's one I hear hear a lot about, um, reaching out to victims of sex Trafficking, and that's why we do what we do, and why we do this radio show because it is our intention to reach out to people who have been victimized by this horrible trauma and to let them know that there is hope, that someone cares, that we care, that Christ cares, that God cares, um, that He died not only for our sin but for our bruises. For our emotional bruises, for our iniquity, for our for our sickness, for our infirmity, that he that he died for all of those things, for all of those issues, and um, he can restore us, that he can heal us, that he can make us whole, in spite of those things. Um, I can tell you, you know. That living, having lived through being abused and having overcome the, the ill effects of that um, was no joke, was no easy task, was difficult, um, doable, but it was difficult. And so for me to see over and over and over how people's lives are being affected and impacted by these things and how prevalent it is becoming, it's just its just really disturbing. It's really disturbing that <laughs> we are where we are in this country and in this day and age. Um, let me read, because I got about 10 minutes here. Let me read some of the... Some of the material from the book, like I said, I was going to do. Um, In case you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, let me explain to you what incest is. What I mean when I say uh, millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rapists, child molesters or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. These choices and these decisions that are being made now are going to have an impact for many years to come. No ifs, ands, or buts. No question about it. I don't care who comes along and tries to say that it's good, normal, acceptable, any of these forms of abuse. I don't care who comes along and tries to say the opposite. God is the authority, he's the creator, he created us, he knows better than we do that the consequences <laughs> are going to be felt for years to come. According to Webster's, incest is not chase, the opposite of chase. Sexual intercourse between persons too closely related to marry legally. OK, that's incest. Sexual intercourse between persons too closely related to marry legally. OK, fathers and daughters cannot marry. Uh, brothers and sisters cannot marry legally because they're too closely related. They're blood. They're related. OK, not supposed to have sexual intercourse, not supposed to have uh, relations, mothers and sons, um, I think you get the picture. What is chaste? Chaste is pure, not indulging in unlawful sexual activity. Pure, not indulging in unlawful sexual activity. Chaste is virtuous, decent, and modest. Modesty has gone out the window. Decency has gone off out the window. Virtuous characteristics that are not common anymore. And probably you would probably will be laughed out of probably laughed out of public school. I know young people are dealing with that now who are even trying to stay pure. They are mocked. Everybody's on this kick about bullying and, you know, people being bullied for being homosexual, but nobody cares if a child is bullied for being a virgin. I don't hear top stories about that. Child bullied for being a virgin. Child bullied because, because they want to wait till they're married. <clears throat> Don't hear stories about that, but it's a sad thing and it's the worst thing in the world if a child or somebody is bullied because they're homosexual. We got to make a stand against that. We got to make a story about that. But if you're a virgin and you're bullied for that, who cares? Fornication. Fornication is sexual intercourse between unmarried persons. Wow, I can hear people laughing right now, like she's still using the word fornication. Well, let me remind you, I'm a minister of the gospel. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He does not change. God has not changed. His standard has not changed just because we have regressed as a people, as a society You know, just because sin is taking over and the prevalence of sin is increasing and lewdness and lasciviousness is increasing, doesn't mean God has changed. Biblically, fornication, which means to indulge in unlawful lust of either sex, is harlotry, which is the same as prostitution. Fornication is the same as prostitution, no different. This includes acts of adultery, cheating on your husband or your wife, same as prostitution. Incest, same category. Homosexuality, same. Lesbianism, same. Bible calls it perverse and unnatural affection. Pedophilia, same category, falls under fornication. Pornography, the same. In many cases, incest is committed by rape. I say to you tonight that that child that I was talking about in that article, she was raped. She was raped by her principal. Why? Because rape is a crime of having sexual intercourse with a person forcibly and without consent. And it also means to plunder or destroy. The child, this was forced upon this child. Without her consent, she didn't have a say-so in it. She was traumatized to the point that her parents could visibly see that something was wrong with her. And now she's crying because she has to go back to school and doesn't wanna go back to school and deal with this. That child was raped. And our society says, and that school board says that She didn't have any rights. Her innocence was taken from her by her school principal. She had to be exposed to material that was way beyond her years. So, I don't know. Incest is not just morally wrong. It is a direct way for Satan to spiritually invade the soul of a person and attempt to take up Residents there. Not only is that true of incest, but that's true of any kind of sexual perversion, any kind of sexual immorality. I don't even know how to end this segment, except we need to pray. We need to pray for God's grace and for God's mercy on those of us that care those of us that are concerned about the way things are turning and the way things are going it's time to pray see you monday